We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I'm good, guys. Thank you. And I have to say something. Of all the radio stations in America, all the stations I do, one thing that is so cool and unique to you guys is there's a countdown uh, about... 30 seconds before the break ends. Yep. And a little voice comes on, says 30 seconds to go, and then 10 seconds to go, and then five seconds to break, and then you guys, poof, appear. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's magic, man. It, it is, man. It's just, it's so nice. If you're on the phone, you know, waiting to talk and do interviews like I do, it's a nice thing to know that, okay, you're on deck. It's on the way. It's cool. Spoken like a true quarterback. The little yeah. details, man. Yeah, we call it the Theisman clock here at CBS Sports Radio. <laughs> so uh, last night, another unbelievable performance from Deshaun Watson. Now, it's in a loss, but both these quarterbacks we have to talk about. But Watson is just, I mean, did you see this coming? He was going to be this good this quick? No, I think anybody that said that, um, you know, might not be necessarily telling you the truth. I had a feeling he'd be pretty good because remember, you know, everybody talks about the pressure and the moment. He performed tremendously in two uh, national championship games. And, and in the, the second one they won, it was all about his ability to be able to do things. Um, I didn't necessarily think he'd be able to escape the way he has because of the speed that's on most of the defenses in the National Football League. But the way he's thrown the football, the decisions he's made with the football, his pure athleticism is amazing, and he's bigger than most people think. Um, no, I didn't. I didn't see it coming, but it sure is a treat to watch. He is this year's Dak Prescott, and we saw we saw amazing things from Dak last year. But Deshaun adds a different element to it because he has some wide receivers that Dak doesn't have, and so you combine it with his accuracy and his ability to move around, and you know. I thought that last night game was going to be exactly what it was. I didn't realize Kansas City would dominate or that, you know, unfortunately uh, the Texans were going to lose, you know, Merciless and, and J.J. And I, gosh, you know, the injuries yesterday were terrible. Odell and, and J.J. and Merciless and, you know, the entire receiving core of the Giants. But, no, to answer your question, didn't see it coming at this level. Did you see Alex Smith taking his game to another level? And not to say he just started playing – uh, this in this manner, he he's looked pretty good in the past as well since he went over to Kansas City. But he seems like a, a quarterback with a ton uh, more confidence, considering the, the explosive players he has around him. He does, and you know what's interesting? Go, go back two years ago when the Kansas City Chiefs offense did not have a wide receiver catch a touchdown pass. Mm-hmm. I mean, whenever I say that, it's like I scratch my head. And I still can't believe it. And then last year in a league where touchdown passes are falling out of the sky. I mean, you know what, Deshaun's got 10, 11. I don't know what, what the number is right now. Um, but he's in double digits. Alex only threw 16 touchdown passes a year ago. I, I, think it's, I think it's the trust of Andy and the offense of, that he wants to run and the addition of speed on the outside. And, you know, Kelsey's just an incredible tight end. And, and another one that couldn't play the latter part of the game because of concussions. But 
yeah, Alex is playing um, a different game of football. And, uh, you know, you see guys grow. It isn't a, you don't play this position and flip a switch and all of a sudden, here I am. It's a process. And he's reached a point in the process where the mental, the physical, and the compliments around him all make a difference. Is that defense going to be good enough to take them through the postseason? I think as a team they're going to be good enough because, you know, Tariq runs another one back for a touchdown last night. I mean, you're going to start kicking away from him. You're not going to give him to touch the football. They've got tremendous speed. Their special teams are exceptional. Their offense right now has a tremendous amount of, of, of belief in what they can do. Hunt's just, you know, a lot quicker, a lot stronger than I think people thought he was. And then defensively, yeah, I, I think defensively they're going to be able to do the things that they need to do because, you know, you really have to look at the exceptional job that Deshaun did last night making plays. But other than making a few plays, buying some time, that defense played very, very solidly last night. Let's talk about uh, the New York Giants, San Diego Chargers, Phillip Rivers. I want to start there because watching that game yesterday, he missed a number of throws, but yet he redeems himself, can take the, the team down the field, 12 plays, 70-some yards, and, and throw a touchdown pass. But he's been very inconsistent this season. Are you seeing what I'm seeing out of Rivers? Yeah, I am. Uh, you know, it, it, we all reach a point where it doesn't quite go the way your eyes and your mind wanted to. Matter of fact, the pass that he hit Gordon with for the touchdown yesterday, they had the same pass that got batted down two series before that, I think. So, I, I mean, you know, Phillips still can function well, but, you know, having a wide-open receiver run down the middle of the football field and, and you basically overthrow it by that much, very uncharacteristic of him. You know, Ben's performance yesterday, Carson Palmer, Phillip Rivers, you know, I, I, if I could talk to Ben, Big Ben, I would simply say this. You made the decision to come back. You know, no, you haven't lost a thing. No, it's not all on you. Uh, there were some funky things that happened in the game. And as a quarterback, you start to say, man, it's just turning on me. You have six days to get ready for the next game, and it's going to be a tough one against Kansas City. And I don't know if they're, you know, Pittsburgh struggled defensively for a long time. I don't know if they're going to be able to hold up on that side of the ball. But it, it isn't all just Ben. And he's got to, you know, yes, you're a, a trooper taking it on your shoulders. But the fact of the matter is this is the ultimate team game and the quarterback position is the single most dependent position on the field. Those are things that he has to understand. So get your head up, put your chin up, get your head out of your dopper, and be ready to go play some football. That's what I tell him. Gio and Jones with Joe Theismann across the country on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, it did seem like a lot of it was him, though, yesterday, quite frankly. Well, I mean, and especially at home. I mean, he was just, he was awful. Yeah, well, the, we're the, we, you know, same thing with Phillip. I mean, you know, it's just the ball was going places where you just don't expect it to go against these guys. You know, truthfully, I thought San Diego's corners, they were all around every pass he wanted to throw. I mean, that offense gave him very few options to be able to go someplace with the football. And, you know, I, I and, and here's the, you know, I sent a tweet out yesterday. Is Jacksonville that good? I thought Jacksonville was going to be a playoff team a year ago. But you, you had Clays Campbell. And you look at some of the additions they've made in the secondary. Uh, and then Fournette, I mean, boy, when he took off on that gigantic run, man, that was that was the 100 meter. That was Usain Bolt. 
in the 100 meter. That's all I saw was <laughs> catch me now. No, you can't. Yeah, the old Usain Bolt before he got beat during his last race. Uh, Joe, Kevin Hogan took over for Deshaun Kaiser. Do you believe that's it for Kaiser, or will he get a chance to, to redeem himself? He's just been terrible in the red zone. I believe it's four interceptions in the red zone for the rookie quarterback out of your alma mater, Notre Dame. Or do you think Hogan is, is going to be the guy who can be the answer long-term? I think, well, I don't know. Who knows where the answer is? Probably Kirk Cousins is the long-term in Cleveland. Uh, Kirk Cousins could be the long-term in, in San Francisco. Kirk Cousins could be the long-term in I hope he's the long-term in Washington, D.C. Um, that's the big thing for me. But I, I think Deshaun Kaiser came out of school a year early. He should have never come yeah. out. I said it in the beginning of the year. I'm not saying it now. I said it in the beginning of the year. His big, The biggest problem or the big question marks that he had was decisions. I mean, it's just... This game, you can't run around and think you can make plays in this business. There are the rare few. There's the Michael Vick that was there. We see with the Deshaun Watson today. Certainly Dak has that ability. But the list is very, very small. Of course, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I could watch him. You know, I watched him practice. I could watch him walk around, uh, play golf in a, with him out of a tournament in American Century, watch him hit a golf ball. Uh, but watch him perform the, the art of playing the quarterback position is just like poetry to me. I mean, it's like a it's like a great book watching it unfold. And, you know, what unfortunately the Cowboys have found out, that book doesn't end very well for them on quite a few occasions. But, yeah, I think I think Deshaun's got to sit. And if something happens to Hogan, he gets hurt, Deshaun will go back and play. But they're still going to be shopping for a quarterback again, mm-hmm. which, is, which is unfortunate. I mean, there's – you just you, – it's all – the game is mental. People, you know, this is what gets me sometimes, guys, is they talk about people like Trent Dilfer. Well, he was a manager and won a Super Bowl. Brad Johnson, a manager and won a Super Bowl. We're all managers. Alex Smith is a manager. Tom Brady's a manager. Peyton Manning was a manager. That's our job. Our job is to manage the game. You know, Deshaun has no idea what he's doing back there. He holds the ball too long. You know, if the guys aren't open, throw the ball away. That's why it's a team game. Let the defense go get the ball back for you. And and I think Deshaun's going to have to grow and learn in this business. And it would probably be better for him and safer for him if he doesn't play for a while. Now, the Browns have passed on a lot of quarterbacks that have turned out to be pretty good. But I think probably the one that was the most egregious was Carson Wentz when they traded down from that pick, decided that he wasn't going to be the guy. So if Carson Wentz gets drafted by the Browns, is he this good in year two? No. Not at all. I, I think you have to. I think sometimes you have to look at the offense. You have to look at the plays that are being called. It's not all just about the player on the field. There's culpability for the play caller. You know, we've seen coordinators get fired three games into the season because of the production level. It's not what it should be. Sometimes it's conceptually. Sometimes it's the design of the plays. Um, you know, I, as great a job as Sean McVay has done with the Los Angeles Rams, and Je- uh, we see Jared Goff playing playing up to a potential level now that's pretty impressive, they still struggle in the red zone. The Redskins struggled in the red zone offensively. You know, that's one area where Sean has to take it to another level as a coach, as a play caller. you got to figure out how to get the ball in the end zone. You, know, you make five trips into the red zone, you get zipped out of it. Uh, you, you know, 
that's where it's that's where the whole thing is a dependency factor. Joe, I, I saw uh, speaking of quarterback play, a, a pick that Jay Cutler threw yesterday, and I I just sat there just in bewilderment. This guy, as long as he's played in this league and no one was around him and he's doing a whirly dirly, I don't know what was in his head, and just threw it right to the Tennessee Titan defender. And Why was there so much? I know Adam Gase had worked with him previously, but why do you think there was so much uh, uh, the urge to go out and, and, and get Jay Cutler, considering his track record, especially what, since he's left uh, left the Broncos? Two things. Familiarity with the offense, because he was coming in on such a short period of time, there wouldn't be a great amount of disruption, and they'd have the full playbook available. Secondly, we don't have any quarterbacks in this league. I mean, this, it's, it's a league that is very deficient at the quarterback position. It's, it's a league that isn't efficient, but it is deficient at the quarterback position. You know, when Jay Cutler decided to retire – Part of his mind left the game too. You don't. This, this is not a switch you turn off and on. You know, I've had many, many conversations with a lot of guys that are thinking about going back. Once you cross that threshold, and and it's over, it's hard to turn around and go back. I mean, it's, it, and and he's physically able to go do it. But I think they just they, they bet on a guy who knew the system. You know why? You know why did he struggle in Chicago? I mean, Jay is Jay. Jay will Jay will make you scratch your head. You know, he'll he'll throw a ball and you go, "Wow." Then he'll throw another ball and you go, "Holy wow." I mean, it's you know, how do you do that? Why do you do that? Those are all things that, you know, they'll struggle with. I mean, Miami's a, they made the playoffs a year ago. Um and you know, and they they finally scored some points. But, you know, it's simply because Jay knew the system. That's why he's there. Gio and Jones with Joe Theismann across the country on CBS Sports Radio. Cam Newton went from looking like he forgot how to play football last year in the early portion of this year to looking like the MVP that he was in, in 2015 in just a couple of weeks. Uh, where does this resurgence come from? Well, I, I think, you know, he missed all the training, you know, with the, with the arm he had, the surgery, the time off. Uh, there's a rust factor, and you know, you know, Cam has an incredible athletic skill. I mean, he is beastly, and I think they've incorporated. You know, you can't discount the addition of uh, Christian McCaffrey and the versatility that is now added to that offense. The things they can do with him out of the backfield. They're still a tight end based offense with big receivers down around the goal line, and, and Cam's a big guy. You know, that's. If you take a look at receivers and quarterback, it's the biggest team in football, tallest team. And there are advantages to that. And, you know, if he decides he wants to run a quarterback draw and you spread the field, he's going to run over a defensive tackle, a defensive end, a linebacker. And safeties are, you know, in, they should be getting hazard pay to try and tackle him. But I, I think, you know, now, now that he's reached this level again, um, I'm really curious to see this game coming up from a consistency basis. And, you know, then we'll, we'll be able to see if Cam's really bad. I think he is, but we'll be able to see it for sure. What do you expect from Mitchell Trubisky tonight on Monday Night Football against the Vikings? I expect the Chicago Bears to run the football um, a lot. <laughs> I think they'll put – you know, you're not, you're not going to stick him out there against this defense. 
and expect him to go out and perform miracles. I, I mean, it was it was time. It was coming. You have to go see what you've got. I mean, the, the Browns did it with Deshaun Kaiser because they didn't feel like they had an option. I think the Bears are in another situation where they gave up an awful lot for this young man who is going to have to learn how to play the position of quarterback on the fly. And the most important thing for him is that he stays healthy and he doesn't try and try and do too much. I, you know, I talked about Deshaun being able to run away from people. Mitchell's not going to be able to do that kind of stuff. Are you they will support him with the run. For sure. They have to. It's the only smart thing to do. Hey, are you believing in your fighting Irish this season? I am. I am. You know, Ian played pretty well. Brandon maybe will be back this week. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're two very young quarterbacks. You know, Brandon played five games. Ian played now two. Um, I do like the football team. I think defensively we're a whole lot better. I think we're a stronger unit overall. And I think Brian made some really good decisions. And he does a great job when guys come off the field and he teaches. And he has time to do that, having turned over the, the offenses to Chip and Mike, or the offense and the defense to Mike. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about where the Irish are going to go. USC is going to be a fun test coming up. Yeah. And, of course, North Carolina State's another one. Yep. That I think will be a fun test. Yeah, that, you have know, those two. Then you, got, you go to Miami and, and you go right, to Stanford. Miami, you know, the, the, end of the, the end of the season – is where we'll really find out where this Irish team is. You got anything to promote, Joe? I always feel bad. You come on, you give us like 20 <laughs> minutes, and then we're not promoting anything that you're doing. You got a Twitter account, obviously, Theisman7 on Twitter. Anything else? Now, you know what? The, the thing that only thing I would like to say is in recent weeks, in recent months, there's been a tremendous amount of charity, a uh, tremendous amount of tragedy. The Las Vegas shootings and our, our hearts and prayers go out to those that have lost someone and those that are injured. And, and also the hurricanes in Puerto Rico and down in Houston, if everybody decides that they just want to help in some way, shape, or form, and look what J.J. Watt did. A $200,000 project turned into, what, $37 million. We as a nation have an opportunity to be able to help one another. And we as a nation have an opportunity to be able to do something for our fellow men and women. And, and that's, that's, that's what I want to promote. I want to promote us being who we are as Americans, and taking care of those that need us. That, to me, is, is what's so important. You're a good man, Joe. You're a great man. Thanks, Joe. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Good catching up with you. Bye-bye. Joe, Joe Theismann. Look at that. Slow clap for Joe? No? Anybody? Come on. Put your mics on in there. Come on. Let's go. Come on, Brian. No clapping? No, don't hit the mic. That hurts. Oh, you're clapping for Joe. You wouldn't even... Hmm. Wouldn't get on board there. Are you pro hurricane? <laughs> yeah, right. It's costing me money. Harvey cost me money. Irma, Maria. Oh, all right, coming up next, an Andrew Bogus update. And finally, we get to the story we want to open the show with. <laughs> Chris Forrester. Oh, my goodness. Welcome to hell. Oh, God. Coming right back. This is Geo and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Anyway, uh, the mm. details on that story coming up in just a few minutes. Uh, but uh, Bogish is first because we know he's a very busy man today, so we don't want <laughs> to delay that. He's on that double double duty. No mm. Brad Heller today. So, oh, are you doing uh, 882? I am. Damn, they get your name right? They had. The morning is fine. Oh, it's just that one it's lady. It's their fill-in midday issues. Which... What's her name? 
Maria uh, Garcia, I'm, I'm, Maria I'm, Rodriguez. I'm gonna set it straight. Listen here, Garcia Rodriguez, whatever your name is. Get my boy name right. Okay? It's Andrew Burgess. That's I mean, right. With the okay. irony of you going Garcia Rodriguez, or uh, I just don't remember because she's see. my enemy, mm. ah. and I choose not to learn her name. Yeah, she's, Andrew Burgess. She, she's uh, are they on the same floor as us? No, they're upstairs. But I'm a call go. has been made. Calls been, no, I'm gonna go see. The it. last time we discussed it, a call was made upstairs. Oh, really? Yeah. From Spitz? Yes. Oh, oh damn. Yes, he put his foot down. Spitz. Uh. Hey, it's mm-hmm. Eric. Um, get this guy's name right, please. <laughs> uh, Eric Spitz. Uh, it's embarrassing for him. It's embarrassing for me. They talk about it on the show, and it's terrible radio. And every time it happens, they're going to bring it up. So just mm, get it right from and here on out. Every time you do it, he snort. No, I'm just joking. That's, he's not O-line coach. You're <laughs> right. It's, he's now... Uh, <laughs> Fallen into a deep, dark drug hole because of this. <laughs> there are videos of him doing drugs, so we're just trying to. He impregnated a stripper, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> so it's just be better if you said bogus. All right, thanks. All right, Bogus, what do you got for us, man? <laughs> uh, I've got the Houston Texans saying J.J. Watt is out indefinitely, but he may be done for the season because he suffered a tibial plateau fracture in his left leg in the first quarter of Sunday Night Football. Head coach Bill O'Brien will be optimistic for now. Just knowing him and knowing the type of guy that he is, he's an amazing human being. He, he will work extremely hard to be back. Watt missed the final 13 games of last season following back surgery. Fellow pass rusher Whitney Merciless suffered a likely torn pectoral muscle in the 42-34 home loss of the Chiefs last night. Three more touchdown passes from Alex Smith. As far as the numbers go, I think a little. I mean, it's a reflection of the guys around me. Uh, we've got a bunch of guys that that make plays. I uh, saw that tonight. Um, you know, so sometimes it, it just goes that way. Two of Smith's touchdown passes went to running back Sharkandrick West. Eleven touchdowns, no picks for Smith now in the Chiefs' five and O start in prime time tonight. The Bears host the Vikings. Sam Bradford expected to return from the left knee pain that's kept him out of Minnesota's last three games. And Giants wide out Odell Beckham Jr. reportedly seeking a second opinion, but surgery likely after breaking his left ankle in yesterday's 27-22 home loss to the Chargers. The Yankees spotted the Indians two wins in Cleveland. Their advance to the ALCS is now underway. High fly to left. Gardner is there. Gardner and Hicks. Hicks makes the catch. Hicks made the catch. Ball game over. Yankees win. Oh, there it is. The Yankees win. The details don't matter. One they just nothing. This guy up. Hicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One nothing. Extending this ALDS to game four tonight. That of course was John Sterling on Yankees radio. Rodriguez Chapman. <laughs> Speaking of mistakes like that, did anybody see the viral video of Spiro Didis's mess up of one letter that changed the entire meaning of what happened in the game? You um, see this? I didn't see that, but I saw, I saw Jay Feely on Saturday. Oh, that was really wow. bad. Yeah, with yeah. the field goal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that one. Hey, no, don't go there. Um, <laughs> what did my boy uh, Spiro do? So he was uh, calling a a sack, and instead of saying deck, ah, he said mm. changed that e to an i, and they said they blanked him, mm. and they blank. Wilson. It was just really, and then with the visual of all the guys, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was. It was, yeah. it was. I mean, it was just. I don't know how you make that mistake, but he did. Uh, not to pile on, but he did leave the L out of play clock during a Fordham basketball game when we did were he? in school together. Yeah. Wow, he's got a history, man. He needs to it go happens. talk about this. I, that yeah, one I've done. Pay clock. <laughs> 
I've done that one, and I've done the herniated disc. Well, right, right, right. That's the it common happens. one. That's how, this is how it goes well, for announcers. You decked him. That's... Epcot. It happens to everybody. <laughs> yeah, Epcot. It doesn't matter who you <laughs> are true, or what yeah. your training is. Right. Yeah. Come on, man. But yeah, my man Feely. Oof. Yeah, that, I mean, I don't know how that, that could ball wasn't even close yeah. to a crossbar. And we can't play because it, it doesn't make any sense, you know? Nah. That's the thing. It's like yeah. one of those things where you play, it just sounds like the field goal, but you have to tell people that. Even it was way off. Yeah, just go watch it on the internet for yeah. crying out loud. What, you, to the what do you need us for? <laughs> All right, sorry. Uh, so the Yankees won one nothing last night. That only run came in the seventh on a solo shot from Greg Bird. Cleveland panicking and bringing Game One winner Trevor Bauer back on short rest tonight. Luis Severino throws the first pitch for the Yankees shortly after seven Eastern. Also a Game Four at Fenway because the Red Sox finally beat the Astros yesterday. This one starts at one o eight Eastern. Game three is in the NL. Cubs and Nats in Chicago after a split in D.C. at four. The Dodgers can sweep the Diamondbacks in Arizona at 10. Our good buddy Chris Dapps Porzingis seeing Knicks doctors this morning after leaving last night's preseason loss in Brooklyn with right hip pain. Mm. Penn State moves up to number three in the AP college football poll. Oklahoma drops to 12 after losing to Iowa State. Michigan falls to 17 after falling to Michigan State, and the only NHL game last night saw the Rangers blank the Canadiens to nothing for their first win of the season. Gentlemen? Bogus, you know the correct pronunciation, just so we get it right for everybody. Chris Forster? I believe that is correct. All right. Forster. So F-O-E-R. Right. Yes. So I, you know, I'd never heard of the guy before no. this, and he's an offensive line coach mm-hmm. for the Dolphins. Second stint with the Dolphins. Yeah. And he's been around him. He's been mm-hmm. in the league for, for over 10 years, mm-hmm. and he's one of the highest paid assistants in the NFL, making between 2 and $3 million, wow. this Chris Forster. So Chris Forster is now a guy that I will never forget after <laughs> having never heard of him being a big NFL fan. He's been in the league for almost two decades. Because on well, yesterday, it was late yesterday, a video was posted to Facebook. And the woman who posted it apparently <sighs> is either a stripper or in the sex worker or something. Yeah, escort. You, something one like, of the two yeah. that's going on, you know. Yeah. So that's that's what she is. And I, I forget her. This this article here does not have her her name in it. We had it this morning, and I mm-hmm. thought I wrote it down, but whatever. So we'll get to that in a second. But anyway, so she posts a video, and the video is of Coach Forster. In a Dolphins office. Now, that hasn't been ultimately confirmed. However, he has said that in this video, you can hear him. We'll play the audio. He's about to go into a meeting. And then once the Dolphins, a couple of people contacted Dolphins people off the record, they said, yeah, that's we have the same desks in our building. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, there's a chance it could have been from years ago and in a different building, but people are making the assumption this was recent and in the Dolphins building. It was definitely while he was at work. That's for sure. So he's filming himself talking to this woman Mm -hmm. who ends up posting this on Facebook, and he is snorting Mm. a white substance. Now, you don't know from a video whether it's cocaine or not, but you can make the assumption with the way that he's talking that it's not a crushed up Yeah, they said it was kind of chunky. Could have been Percocet or something else. Who knows? But I don't just the way that, like, I don't know. It, to me, it, I don't know. I'm this, not... fe- this feels like a cocaine thing. Yeah, that's what it feels yeah. like to me. He's hopped up on something. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, you, you don't. And when you're talking, is like 
You'll hear it. It just seems like that. It seems like he. Mm. It, it's him and partying is what you yeah, think about. Yeah, he having a grand old time. I don't, I don't you know. But yeah. anyway, so let's listen I to mean, some, I mean, sometimes I do that before I go to the meetings with Spitz. Oh, do I you? Mean, yeah. I mean, y'all don't see it. I'm, I'm sneaky with it. Oh, are you? And I don't videotape myself. Sometimes, yeah, I just have to, something to, to you know, to, to ease me into that excruciating meeting, you know, where I, I'm get, being assailed by my boss. You know, yeah. sometimes you just have to take the edge off. Just a little bit. Just, right? a, just, just, a, a, tiny. just, a, just a tiny bit, yeah. So, so. I, I feel the man's pain. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so if you might have missed uh, him say, we're not going to be able to do this together for a while because I know you have to keep that baby. Now, I don't know if that's his baby or just another baby. Now, her name is... Boy. Kajana? Kawana. Kawana. Kawana Nye? I ha- I don't know N I G E right yeah yeah I'm just gonna Let's go with Nye. Kawana yeah because yeah you know, what's up Kawana Kawana N yeah uh, so Kawana. so Kawana Kawana in that baby right so Kawana basically <laughs> Kawana basically said like she posted this because you know if a, a black player gets in trouble everybody goes crazy whether he's kneeling or it's mm-hmm. a domestic issue or whatever. And look at what a coach is doing in the league <laughs> here. Because, you know. He couldn't take it anymore. He couldn't watch Jay Cutler. <laughs> hey, so, baby. Jay Cutler, you're having me to snort, baby. Now, her Facebook page is now gone. Uh, oh. Predictably. Ah. And then, so that she also, after she tweeted that out and said, you know, basically this is because I'm putting this up there due to social injustice. He said, the white people mad at me like I forced blow down this man's nose and like I recorded it on the low. No, those are his habits, and he recorded himself and sent it to me professing his love. So quick to make excuses for him, but will roast a minority player over an anthem, dog fights, weed, domestic issues, etc. Uh, hmm. So I don't think she felt the same way about him as he felt about her. Probably not. Yeah, yeah. I, that comes uh, shining through in, in her comments there. Just bizarre, man, and, and as if the Dolphins don't don't have enough to deal with. Yes, they got a victory yesterday, but didn't look great doing it. And, and now you have one of your highest-paid assistants embroiled in this situation. Uh, just bad. Well, I mean, he'll bad. be fired immediately, and his life is now, as he knows it, over. And I, I don't believe that. Now, you want to tell me, like the distraction stuff that you hear about with bringing in certain players, and it's not going to be the same because the guy's an assistant as opposed to you know a, a guy who's a quarterback who might be the quarterback of the team. But like, how's it you not going to be the you, same? You can't. Well, because not as many people care about offensive line coaches as they do quarterbacks. That would be the <laughs> that would be the argument. But you can't tell me that this guy's going to be easily getting a job in the NFL. It's a distraction in that 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 facility. It's a distraction. I'm talking to the, about his next job. No, like, I understand that, but it's a distraction to those players and and it's a distraction to the guys he has to coach up and you're sitting there and you got uh, you know cokehead allegedly and and you know you're how trying, allegedly it is, right? uh, well, <laughs> well, we don't know if it was coke or not. Well, she said it was. She and, said it was right. But you know and you, you're trying to take him seriously. And, and 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 here's a guy that's going to be screaming, yelling at you, and all you're thinking about is this video. Yeah. Hey, hey coach. <laughs> I mean, the, you're right. The, it's the, impossible. The, but, but what about like a guy like Steve Sarkeesian though had a had a history of drinking. But in. he was on the rebound. And here's a guy. He removed himself from the situation, or he was removed from USC. 
He becomes a consultant with the Alabama Crimson Tide, and he's been clean and sober ever since. And there's a difference between alcohol, which is legal, and cocaine. But, yeah, there and, shouldn't be, but that's another story. But the guy, Steve Sarkeesian, went to rehab. And and, and so we're talking about uh, this coach, uh, you know, Coach Forrester. This is our first introduction to Coach Forrester and, and his his issues now. <laughs> this is our first introduction. <laughs> Opening the, act. This, this is the first Welcome, installment. Welcome, everybody, to the Forrester Show. Yeah, this is the first installment of and Forrester. And he's been in the game, as you said, a long, long time, a long time offensive uh, line coach and tight end coach in the NFL. I guess his first NFL stint was with your Vikings. <laughs> well, yeah. don't, don't now. Back in 92. Well, great. Vikings did this to him. <laughs> Man. All right. So there's so many things that don't need to be said here, right? Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> I mean. I mean, the dude was in love. I mean, love makes you do crazy stuff. <sighs> and it's obvious that Kiwana just did something to the man to the point where. I mean, if, if this guy is to... willing to, right? He's willing to film himself. Yeah doing drugs on tape and sending it to someone who in one way, shape, or form works for sex, then what else is this guy doing that we're not seeing? I mean, this is this, this is someone whose life is completely out of control. And it's amazing to me that he's he's been able to function in this no. match. Like, you, I don't think just that, I mean, how do we know how? Do we have an age on him? I mean, 50-something. 55, I believe. I don't think you just all of a sudden at 50-something just decide, like, you know, I think Coke and hookers, way well, to no, go. No, no, this has been going on, dog. Right. So to be able to be good at your job, to get paid that much, mm-hmm. be able to live this lifestyle and then get to this point. Now, I'm making assumptions, but I think I'm pretty confident in that. You don't just, you know, all of a sudden you straight and narrow, and then you're like, okay, a little Coke here, a little hooker here, whatever. Bunch of hookers and Coke Yeah, right. It doesn't happen go. like that. It just See? doesn't happen like that. It's just, it's like mind-blowing. So in his life, well, I can't even, him, uh, I mean, he's sending it to people. But like his, he's done. This guy's cooked. It's over. Like I mean, hopefully he made enough money and banked enough money to be able to to live. But I mean, it's it's over for him now. No, and, well, and nobody knew who he was before this. Yeah. And now, anytime that name comes up, you're you're thinking about him you're and what he Kiwana. wants to do. Yeah, and, and apparently she's a model, model uh, from Kansas. Yeah, Kansas City. Dorothy. Mm. Dorothy made him do this. Right. Yeah, she's a model. She is. That's what I didn't say what she was modeling, but she's a model. Okay. All right. Sure. You've been smitten by models. We all have. <laughs> I mean, not that. Not that. Hey, Coach, you 50s up, man. Come on. Yeah. Really? It's pretty bad. To go into a meeting, to, to be at work? Yeah. Work. See, like you want to tell me? This is Kawana's fault. At work. Make dude do that at work. Jeez. I'm about to go in here. Coach up these old linemen. Hold on. Right. Wow. Makes that Richie Incognito situation not look all that bad, huh? What is up? <laughs> Good luck. Mm. Oh, the Dolphins, man. I t- yeah. Like, like I'm just picturing Jay Cutler watching this going. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. So how does he go into a meeting room? This is a huge distraction. You can't go in that meeting room. Everyone's going to look at him and just. Shake their head. I think the caller just gives him a pound of the way I was doing. <laughs> dude, I know. <laughs> I know what it's all about. Man. Hey, dude, you got any of that left? <laughs> yeah. I mean. <laughs> I'm laughing with you, Kawana. 
Kiwana? How do you say your damn name? Do you want to fly Kiwana in? For... No. You don't? You no, don't want to fly Kiwana? No. No. Not no, interested in that? No. Just, just Katya Elise. Ah! Just her? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Well, I mean, no, can't, can't, maybe. Can't trust these people, man. Oh, this has changed your mind on flying Katya in? Yeah, this is. Okay. Really? We got to do some souls. She's more for you guys than me, yeah. Katya. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the you, biggest you, load of crap you were aware in the world. Of before me. Ah! Yeah, because of Instagram. I'm more up on Instagram that's, than that's you That's going to be our, our, our party, my parting gift to you guys. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Or to you. I don't understand what you're talking about. Yeah. Man. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Okay. You were, you were all in on this, man. Mama and the whole mm, thing. That's right. Pull those pictures back up. <laughs> yeah, see, now, we're, now you're back in. Now you're back in. Any update on that, by the way? The, the end of November, early December, it will be Katya and her mother. So the, the two of them, not the other um, sisters. Not the curly hair one? <laughs> no. We can get Kawana instead, though. No. Oh, no, no, no. no Kawana needs to go to Louisville hang out with... Uh, <laughs> With, uh, what's that girl name? Uh, Rick Patino. No. Oh, the, sorry. Katina Powell. Oh. Kawana oh, yeah. Katina. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, no. I ain't going to even say that. You you look much better than Katina. But, <laughs> Imagine but, if this no. was like a, a just like an epidemic in, all, in the NFL. Like there's all these assistant coaches that were doing Hey, man. I mean, it there's just a starts an avalanche. There's an underworld in, in all this Jim stuff. Jim Bob Cooter, you. not you. There's <laughs> 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 a... Things that go on, you would be amazed. Uh, well, I, not really. I think I've yeah. seen a lot of things. You, you've seen, but this is a this is one of my favorite things. Well, yeah, assistant was hooking up with the flight attendant working our flight. Yeah, man. Yeah, I had a high school football coach that got wrapped up in some wacky stuff. Crazy stuff. Changed, changed the entire course of it, his life. It's undefeated. Yeah, <laughs> it certainly is. Well, anyway. Uh, we'll come right back, finish talking about some of the stories we missed in week five of the NFL. Keep it right here. It's Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. And he says, when will Arkansas fire Brett Bielema? Ooh. And do you expect him to cover the 30 and a half this weekend? <laughs> they have uh, Alabama. Alabama. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so I'll let you handle the Bielema thing. But first, this winter, one out of four batteries will fail. Get yours tested for free during Superstart Battery Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. If it needs to be replaced, O'Reilly has a Superstart Battery for you. O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every day. Mm. Arkansas lost to South Kakalaki 48-22 there in South Kakalaki last weekend. And they're 2-3. and three. And when will they fire Brett Bielema? I'm not so sure they will. His buyout's $15 million. Did he have that type of leverage going into that thing? Uh, apparently so. Coming from Wisconsin, and of course, he couldn't get along with his AD uh, there, Barry Alvarez, and you know Jeff Long, the AD there at at, Alabama, at Arkansas. I said that, you know, you know, we won't – I forget what his quote was, something to uh, the effect that, uh, you know, we won't win at all costs. So basically, you know, everyone viewed that as giving Brett Bielema a lifeline because all the heat has been on Kevin Sumlin. And you, you look at Sumlin's SEC record much better than Bielema's SEC record. And, and, and so, uh, you know, I'm not sitting here advocating one way or the other, but uh, if you just go by the records and that's what 
these coaches live and die by is uh, Bielema, you would think, is being a world of hurt. But you don't hear a lot of chirping coming out of Arkansas about this team and its play. They're not a very good football team currently, and Alabama should beat the brakes off of them. That That is true. They should really take one on the chin after taking one on the chin this past weekend losing to South Carolina. Yeah, I'm not picking any of those big spread games anymore because I never get those right. Never. Nah, Maryland didn't help you out too much this week. No, they didn't. No. I think I was I was I was I was, I don't think 3 and 0 on the college side, yeah, 1 and o- 2 on the pro side. I was 0 and 3 on uh, the college side and 2 and 1. So he gained a game on me. Hey, got one game. We'll take it. Yep. Mm-hmm. The should have went, went to Washington sure. State, man. I was waffling on that. Ah, I lost that one. Oh man, I went with Oregon, and uh, they they played the freshman quarterback uh, Burmeister, and he didn't fare too well defensively. They tried to hang in. I think the final was thirty three to ten. But I, like I said, I had some upsets. I had Stanford winning on the road. They did that. Michigan State on the road. North Carolina State knocking off Louisville uh, early in the week that Thursday. And so uh, from that standpoint, they're pretty good. Had Texas beating K State, their longtime nemesis, and, and they went overtime and won at TCU, West Virginia. But then, all right, I think on the on the CBS Sports Network side. Very good. Uh, a couple of things with two teams. Well, there's th- three teams, really, whose offenses have turned it completely around. But two I want to point out. It's amazing what a head coach can do that knows offense. They mm-hmm. look at the Rams, and now look at the 49ers. Now, I know the 49ers haven't won a damn thing, but, I mean, they move the ball. They're fun to watch now, too. And then, of, of course, those two teams met with probably the greatest Thursday night football game that we've ever had. And I know that they didn't score a ton of points, Yesterday and and Seattle, which is one of my wins in the picks, uh, but still, I mean, to go down the field and have an opportunity to win with a, a Cooper yeah. Cup drop in the end zone yeah. that he had but it would have been a difficult catch, but uh, it, they had an opportunity. Those those two teams have really the potential once the 49ers get some players to be really good and really entertaining for a long time in that NFC West. Thanks to Joe Thiessen, Calais Campbell. Chris Forster, Kawana N, <laughs> Mikey B, PDB, Bogus and Pierre. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. Gio and Jones, CBS Sports Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.